0: Briefly and help us then think about the ones that we get to write. So here's the first story. You can watch it unfold on screen.
1: I met Jessica when she was seven years old here in Las Vegas, and I was her second grade teacher. She was sweet and kind, and I always wanted to have a daughter. We have stayed in contact ever since then. Jessica and her husband, Robert, actually met um, through mutual friends and knew that They were meant. Then they started to form their family rather quickly. We got a four-year-old, twin two-year-olds, and a six-month-old, so. Wow, every Chile's that I've worked at, there's that bond. That's kind of how it feels, especially with Jessica. You know, when I got to this restaurant, she was pregnant. It's like, great, this is something exciting we get to experience with her, and then this happened. Her husband is fighting for his life. Testicle cancers where it started. It spread through his stomach and into his lungs. They had to flight for life him to the L.A. hospital. She's been traveling back and forth from L.A. because she can't afford to miss work right now. I've been in L.A. for the last week, so yeah, I'm heading out tonight. Yeah, I'll be leaving around like 3 or 4 in the morning or so. She looks at him as 25 years old and a lot of fight in him. In her heart, she's still convinced that he's going to be here for them. Our surprise squad is in the restaurant, undercover, ready to go. She has no idea this is going to be her best shift ever. She's worried about the van going back and forth. She's concerned with losing the home. Any money that they have coming in helps. Looks like she just got the tip for $200. There you go, you can just it. That's pretty great. I'm going change it. there. No, it's all for you. You're good. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, that's a $300 tip. no idea. That's, that's a, it's a huge blessing. No, you got it. Thank you you got What
0: did you do? you give me $500? I want to give you a thousand. Oh my God! Don't do that. Are you
1: serious right now? Sure. Oh my God! Are you okay? Yes. You guys have no idea how much this means to me. My husband's actually in the hospital. I almost lost him a week ago. Ready? Here we go. Hello. Is Jessica here? I'm Monica Jackson with the Fox Five Surprise Squad. How are you? So amazing, oh my God, I can't even believe this. We heard about everything you're going through from a very special oh person. God, Kim! Oh my God. <laughs> we got four beautiful little ones. They gotta do it for them. That's all I can do. So when you get to the hospital where Robert is, what's the routine there? This week I had to just do it on a drop of a dime and I couldn't afford it. So I, um, I slept in my car for a day but I'm trying to smile through it still. I have to, that's what, that's what everyone knows me for. Can I help you with this? Our family at United Nissan, we believe that at this time, the best place for you to be is by your husband's side. So we put together a little something. wanted to help with two more things as far as a place to stay we've talked to USC and we have hotel options for you so we're going to take care of that and then we also are giving you a car to drive back and forth okay oh my god, oh my god. Okay. Oh my god you guys are my angels <laughs> Robert it's gonna be so happy
0: yeah I've watched that all week still can't make it through without <clears throat> it without weeping yeah just brings to mind what Jesus said right it is more blessed to give uh, than to receive. And, uh, so I spent this week, uh, part of my week, reading stories like Jessica's of uh, crazy generosity. A waitress gets a car from a stranger. A waitress gets a $30,000 tip from Mr. Beast, if you know who Mr. Mr. Beast is. Um, but there was one steadfastly present response in all these stories every time, every time. Um, and maybe you heard it on the video we just watched, right? Here's a screenshot. Um, thank you so much, right? Every single one of these things that I looked at, the people want somebody to thank, right? Right? Um, To receive an unexpected, even an undeserved kindness provokes thankfulness. And uh, it it just seems to be the way God wired us. I don't know if any of these people are believers in this story or the stories that I read. But to receive an unexpected, even an undeserved kindness provokes thankfulness in us. And we find this axiom played out in the pages of Scripture, too. That's where we find our second story. It's in 2 Corinthians chapters 8 and 9, if you want to turn there in your Bibles, if you have them with you. Um, So first, first let me give you a bit of background to the second story. Um, In 2 Corinthians 8, Paul is writing to the church in a place called Corinth to get them to join in on an offering for believers who are in need in another city in Jerusalem. Um, but first, he starts by bragging on some churches in another place called Macedonia, who there, they are like the saints in Jerusalem, they are quite poor. At the same time, they're crazy generous. And uh, this is what Paul writes about those poor but extraordinarily generous churches in Macedonia. He says, We want you to know, brothers, about the grace of God that has been given among the churches of Macedonia. about these Macedonian believers, right? First, they are very, very poor. And that's one of the things that's so important that we understand. Um, in God's economy, you don't have to be wealthy to be generous, right? Second thing we see about this, these churches in Macedonia, they are crazy generous. Um, they beg for the privilege to give. And then they give beyond their means it says and the third thing i'll draw out from them is it says this is the grace of god at work in them right god is behind this kind of generosity in the lives of his people so through the macedonian story paul is inviting this corinthian church into the same kind of generosity. Um, and so he adds, if you, if you want to read, if you want to get encouragement about being generous, read 2 Corinthians 8 and 9 in its entirety. But he gives these amazing encouragements to be generous. I'll just underline two that happened in chapter 9, verse 11 and 12. Again, he's encouraging the Corinthians to follow these churches in generosity. He says, you will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. So let me underscore two things again briefly in that little section. One, he says, God will enrich you so that you can give. God will enrich you so that you can give. Um, And we hear about this on TV all the time about God wanting to make us rich. And that's part of the truth. He's got purpose behind his richness though and that is that he wants us to be rich and give it away. Um, The second thing here is that your generosity in turn prompts others to give thanks to God. He says that twice in these these, uh, couple little verses. First he says it will produce thanksgiving to God and then he says that their generosity will overflow in many thanksgivings to God. I like what Professor David Garland said. He said, giving to others becomes a kind of thank offering to God that multiplies itself. We thank God for what we have received. Others thank God for what they have received from us. Their gift is not just a service for the poor. It is a service to God because of the thanksgiving that will redound to God's glory. The recipients of their gifts cannot help but lift their voices In thanksgiving to God. And that's our second thanksgiving story from 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. Where Paul calls the church in Corinth to give to others so that they, like like those hugely tipped waitresses, cannot help but give thanks. So now, after those two stories, let's think about how we can write our own provocative thanksgiving stories um, these days so after paying off our mortgage back in 2019 as a church family uh, we wanted to continue to give those resources away um, to bless others and so we launched what we call our gen 12 offering it's based on genesis 12:2 that says i will make of you a great nation and i will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing and so for the past years We have been giving resources away every year so we can be a blessing to others and provoke them to give thanks to our generous God. Since 2020, when we started our Gen 12 offering, we have given away right at $375,000 through our Gen 12 offering in just the last three years. Um, And here's a smattering of the people and ministries Um, that we have prompted to give thanks to God by our generosity. Um, There's a counseling center and an after-school teaching program in downtown Raleigh that received money. There are five church plants around the country in Richmond, D.C., Denver, Winston-Salem, and Provo, Utah that received resources. Um, Our HOPE counselors here that minister to the community here at large, they received training. We built two new playgrounds to welcome our neighbors onto our property um, we train pastors and leaders for the church in the Dominican Republic and Haiti. We've paid missionary salaries with the, these monies. We've paid the salary for someone to care for our missionaries with this money. Tomorrow, um, I and a number of others leave for that missionary retreat in Portugal where more than 50 North Wake missionaries and their kiddos will gather to be refreshed and encouraged to, in their work. That's paid, by this gen, paid for by this Gen 12 offering. Now, in addition, in the past two years, just the last two years, we added something called a neighbor-to-neighbor neighbor pledge, and those are monies um, that are part of Gen 12, but it's, it's a separate pledge, and you pledge to, to set aside these monies, but keep them in your pocket. You don't give them to the church, so that you can directly give to neighbors in need, And through this Neighbor to Neighbor Fund, uh, in the last two years, we have given away to our literal neighbors um, $63,000 just handing it out to people who are in need that we cross. Um, So you put that together, and in the last three years, we've given away over $435,000 just for the pleasure of helping people come to know and thank our God. So, church, we are writing some thanksgiving-provoking stories by our generosity. And my hope for our church family is that we're not anywhere near done, right? That this is going to mark us all the more deeply as a people. We want to be a generous people like our generous God. And so, Gen 12 is going to be offered again next year in 2023, Um, And let me highlight some of the stories we get to write in the coming year um, Internationally, nationally, and locally Internationally with respect to sending missionaries around the world and and ministering around the world The first one is that we get to help with church planting training in West Bengal State, India um, In a place called the Sundarbans Islands Um, These Sundarban Island area is home to perhaps a hundred thousand villagers who have absolutely no access to the gospel. They cannot hear about the gospel through any non-miraculous means. There is no way they can hear. Um, And that includes people from the Bhagdi people group. Um, These are often referred to as the untouchables of of India. Um, These islands are remote. They have no bridge access, and they are renowned literally for their man-eating tigers. Um, A number of people lose their lives every year to these tigers, so people do not want to go there. But we are partnering with an Indian pastor. His name is Rudra. He was here last week, worshiped with us last week, Um, and he's going to go into these villages, train others in these mangrove and island areas to share Jesus and start churches amongst these people who have absolutely no way at present to hear the good news about Jesus. So your Gen 12 gifts will help people who've never had a chance to hear the name of Jesus hear his good news and respond. And our hope is that we'll plant a church there amongst these people through Rudersburg. A second thing that we want to do next year with our Gen 12 monies internationally is continue funding HIT, um, the Hispaniola Institute of Theology. It was started by a North Waker, um, you all know him well, uh, Noah Joyner, uh, back in 2014 to train leaders for the church in the DR and Haiti. And over the past eight years, this ministry's exploded. They now have eight staff and over 150 students being trained to serve the church there. And so we wanna use Gen 12 monies to help strengthen and fuel that ministry in the Dominican Republic. We also wanna continue staffing um, Shanna Smith's position on our staff that cares for all of the missionaries that we've sent around the world. Northwake currently has thirty, more than thirty missionary families living and serving globally, and we have another ten, more than ten, at least in training to go in the next couple of years. So our missionary team around the world is growing in leaps and bounds. Pretty soon we're going to have a congregation of over a hundred living overseas that call Northwake home, and in light of this. Um, We want to continue to fund Shanna's part-time role on our staff to care for them. Um, And this is all the more important with Rob Craig's retirement this year who was our outreach pastor. Shanna's picking up a lot of those responsibilities um, in the interim. Now nationally, uh, concerning planting churches, we're working with two really beautiful church plants next year through Gen 12. One is in the Winston-Salem area. It's called King's Village Church and we have a chance to partner with former North Wakers, Clint and Quinn Little, who are planting a new church in the Winston-Salem area in Clemens, North Carolina. It's a really beautiful work. A network of house churches is their vision for what they're planting in every neighborhood in Clemens, and we'll be helping fund that work. We'll also be continuing to support our Hispanic granddaughter church in Washington, D.C., called Iglesia Biblica Sublime uh, Grazia. Um, So they minister to the very poor in that community of 80,000 Hispanics in the D.C. area, more than that, I'm sure. Um, And so they have ongoing needs. Because they minister to the poor, they have ongoing needs for our support. And so we want to continue to support that work that was started by our church plant in D.C. Restoration Church. And... um, this church is now taking steps to plant our great-granddaughter church amongst Hispanics in Washington, D.C. And so we get to continue to support both of those works in church planting. Um, locally, we're also going to be using the monies from Gen 12 next year to launch a free medical clinic at North Wake. This is a brand-new ministry that we have never done before, um, there are several medical professionals in our church who have a burden to share the hope of the gospel of Jesus through lovingly providing free primary care to people in our community who are in need. And Gen 12 will pl- provide the first seed money for that ministry. Don Zust, who shared early in the service, is one of the leaders in that ministry. If, if you're excited about this, track down Don. Uh, Because he would love to know about your interests. But we're going to help launch that ministry next year. Um, We also would like to upgrade our welcome area when our guests come to our church. Um, For instance, the guest area outside where people are welcome is is currently housed in a portable tent. There's an actual picture of the tent. You can see it in the parking lot. It's, maybe it's not quite that bad, but our hope is to build something a little more gazebo-ish that would be a better place to meet and greet the guests that you bring to North Wake. We're thinking maybe something like this. Um, <laughs> or somewhere in between. Maybe we might build something like that. But, and then to me, one of the most beautiful things that, that Gen 12 does is that neighbor-to-neighbor pledge where you, you purposefully set aside money to keep in your pocket, so to speak, to be ready, already ready, anticipating opportunities to meet the needs of your literal neighbors, people who live in your neighborhood, work in your offices, are on your sports teams. You know them. Or your partner with somebody at North Wake who does know them. And you will give that money directly, directly to those people in need um, that'll give you the chance to share the love of Christ with them in word and deed. So, over the next couple weeks, you'll have a chance um, to give resources or to pledge resources to our Gen 12 offering for 2023. All of those monies that you give will be um, targeted towards these and related ministries. And you can make your pledge online. You, if you're part of our Northwick family, you received uh, email this week with links um, where, to, where you can do that online. Um, There will be paper copies available in the coming weeks that you can drop in the offering boxes on the back. And we hope to have those pledges back on December 4th um, so we can celebrate that together. But through Gen 12, if we get the chance next year to write some Thanksgiving-provoking stories in the lives of people here in our community and all around the world. So I, I hope that you will do that with joy. Jesus says, it is, it is better to give than to receive, and we believe that it's true here at North Lake. So would you pray with me? Lord, I'm, I'm thankful that you, through, through my church family, press me, invite me, woo me to be, to be increasingly generous. Because um, I'm very aware that I am I have left to my own devices, I am far from a generous person, but because of your generosity to me, you are helping me. And Lord, I pray you'd help us all. Put gladness in our hearts that we might know the great joy of being generous in your name in a way that prompts people to give thanks to you, our generous God. We pray this, Jesus, in your name, amen. As we close our service together, we want to celebrate the Lord's Supper together. And uh, some Christian traditions have a liturgy that surrounds the Lord's Supper, and it is appropriately called the Great Thanksgiving. That's love that a liturgy called the Great Thanksgiving is associated with the celebration of the Lord's Supper which which remembers and celebrates the death of Jesus for us on the cross. And we proclaim that together until he comes again. So I'd like to use in prayer some of the words from that liturgy this morning as we prepare to approach the table. So would you bow with me in prayer?